Father, in the name of Jesus. No other name that I know, oh God. There's power in the name of Jesus. And Lord God, as we come before you this day, knowing God that you are in control. You're omnipotent, God. You're wonderful. You're awesome. You're God all by yourself. We ask now in the name of Jesus that you'll meet us right here in this place. By your spirit, oh God, that you will speak to us. By your spirit, oh God, you will give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding by your word. Lord God, we thank you for every household represented here this morning. We lift those up, Lord God, that have a desire to be here this morning but didn't make it. We pray, God, that you will continue to touch them and heal them and to deliver them, Lord God, and bless them right where they are. Lord God, but... Right now, give us an ear to hear what the Spirit is going to say. Give us a mind to receive it this morning, oh God. Lord God, I pray, God, that you would use me according to your own will. That you would hide me behind the cross, oh God. That I would decrease, God, and that you would increase that the words of my mouth, O oh God, and the meditations of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight. Because, God, you are my Lord, my strength, and my redeemer. So I lift you up this morning, asking you in the name of Jesus to have your way in this place. And we'll be careful to give you all the praise all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. Turn with me in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. And we're going to begin the reading of God's word at verse 13. Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 13. And the Bible says, ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it 
under a bushel. But on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I want to use for a subject matter this morning salt and light. Salt and light. I give honor and glory to God for the privilege of being able to stand before you this morning. Uh, I don't know whether or not any has heard. I got a call from Pastor Fox earlier this week, and he told me that his father-in-law had passed away. He was scheduled to preach this morning, but he's gone out of town to be with the family and prepare for the services. So keep Pastor Falk in your prayers. Also, Deacon Johnson and Sister Johnson, who just lost a family member, continue to keep them in your prayers. We're, we're going through a time and a season where loss and hurt and sickness and pain is just something that is running rapid throughout the nation, throughout the world. And we need to be the type of people that recognize that this is going on and have a purpose in what it is that we're doing in regards to that because God is a God of purpose. God does nothing without a purpose in mind. So a prayer life is purpose for God. And to be able to lift those up that are being gone being and going through bereaved situations at this time in life, we need to be able to lift them up. And the Bible says that the, the, the reason why we need to be able to do that is because we are salt and we are light. Our on my, my cell phone, I have a devotional that comes to my cell phone on a daily basis. And this has been a few weeks back. Um, and one of the devotionals that came to my phone, it came from 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 26. And the New Living Version of that message just to give you what the devotional sent to me, it says, so run with purpose in every step. That means that everything that we do, it has to have a purpose of God in what it is that we're doing. That we have to run with a purpose in every step. And, and the commentary that it has, that followed behind that said, do you have 
a purpose in life. It says it's important to have a purpose that you are working towards. Otherwise, the busyness of life will overcome you. And it says does that purpose or does that vision honor God first? Does that vision or does that purpose honor others second? And then does that vision and does that purpose honor yourself? See, that's the way it's supposed to go. That it's supposed to honor God. It's supposed to be able to go out to other people. And then it's supposed to be something that speaks to you also. And it says, if you in I mean, if you find yourself wandering, and if you find yourself just floating around, or even just getting by, it says, remember that the Lord has a greater plan for you. And take time today to seek out what your purpose in life is. See, purpose is, is something that is very important in our Christian walk. And when we look at it from what we're talking about today, it, it reminds me of the messages that have been going out through the, the pastors here. The one last week pastor talked about, he said, he talked about how we're to stir up the gifts that are inside of us. The purpose of our lives is a gift that God has put on the inside of you. And, and that gift is supposed to be stirred up. It's supposed to be manifested in such a way that it's changing other people's lives by what God has placed on the inside of you. So we need to be about stirring up that gift that's on the inside of us. The Bible says in Colossians 4 and 17 that we should take heed to the ministry which thou hast received of the Lord that we fulfill it. There's a ministry. There's a purpose inside of each and every one of us that needs to be fulfilled. That the glory of God may be manifested in our lives and through our lives. That it might be able, as we talked about in Sunday school this morning, about how it's not for us, but that it can reach somebody else. So we got a talent, we got a gift, we got an ability on the inside of us that needs to be manifested in such a way that God's purpose and God's plan for our lives is shown, is seen, is something that we recognize. See, God's purpose for each and every one of us is something that, as I said, is on the inside of you. It's that thing that you're passionate about all the time. It's that thing that when you wake up in the morning, you're thinking about it. It's that thing that, that drives you to where God is. 
That's a vision. That's a passion that God has set inside of you that he wants you to enhance, to build up, to stir up, to grow in. Because, as I said, God does nothing without a purpose. There is a purpose of why you're thinking about this all the time. There's a purpose why God is reaching out to have you to do what that is that you're so passionate about. And the Bible says in our text, Jesus says, you are the salt of the earth. In verse 13, and he said in verse 14, he said, you are the light of the world. And then he said in verse 16, he said, let your life shine. See, when we look at this text, and we, and we go back to the background of it, it's talking about the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes. And he's telling us of what it means to be blessed. What does it mean to, to have that feeling of being blessed on the inside? Now, when we think of what it means to be blessed, we talk about what it is to have a mansion. Our, our definition of being blessed is driving the Mercedes. Our definition of being blessed is having bank rolls of money in the bank, pocket full of money, not wanting for nothing. That's our definition of being blessed. But God's definition of what is blessed that it says in this, it talks about being joyful, being happy. I don't have to have a dime in my pocket, but I'm happy. I could be living out on the street, but I'm joyful. That's what it means to be blessed because you know that God is in the midst of whatever it is that I'm going through. And because I know that it's God in it, then I'm blessed. As we sang in the song, I'm blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. In every situation that I'm in, I'm blessed. Because I'm not looking at it about material gains, about the stuff that I have. I'm looking at it because God is in the midst of my life. And he's working in it and through it for a greater purpose and for a greater cause. And when I realize that that greater purpose and that greater cause is God's hand on my life, it helps me to realize that I'm blessed. In everything that I do, I'm blessed. Amen? And if you have this kind of attitude of what it talked about in the Beatitudes, blessed when you're mourning, blessed, how does it read? It says that you're a poor in spirit, but you're blessed. You're blessed when you mourn because you're comforted. You're blessed when you're meek. That means that, that I'm not weak and, 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 and uh, an individual that everybody takes advantage of, but, but I'm meek because God is in my life. Then I'm blessed because I hunger and thirst after the righteousness of God. 
I'm looking for what God is going to do in my life and through my life. And because of that hunger and thirst, I'm blessed because of it. And I'm blessed because of being merciful and I'm receiving the mercy of God. I'm receiving the grace of God. So I'm a blessed individual. And I'm blessed because I'm a peacemaker. I go around trying to make peace with all men, especially those of the household of faith, the Bible says. I'm, I'm always trying to get people to understand that you ain't got to walk around here arguing and fussing and, and going about doing all this stuff. But reconcile with your brother. Reconcile with your sister. That, that the blessing of God will show in your life that, that I'm the kind of person that I want peace to, to reign and rule in the lives of all men. I'm a peacemaker. And because of that, uh, it, it has nothing to do with what I have gained materially. It has to do with what I'm doing for the kingdom of God. So when I have this kind of an attitude of what I'm doing for the kingdom of God, that, that I'm not looking at it being blessed as being stuff that I acquire, but that I look at being blessed of what I'm doing to uplift the kingdom of God in my life. It means that when I'm walking in this kind of an attitude, when I'm walking in this kind of character, then I can be declared a child of the Most High God. I'm a child of the Most High God because I'm blessed. The Bible says in Luke 10 and 2, as, as, as Jesus has just talked about what it means to be blessed, he, he said, the harvest is truly great meaning that there is a whole lot of people that's walking around in this world that don't have a clue of how good God is. Most of them that you talk to, they're downgrading God. Don't even realize that everything that they have and everything they became there came from God. God, the Bible says, gives us the ability to get wealth. They got it from God. And because of the fact that God has given them everything that they have, we have a bundle of people that don't even understand how good God is. Don't even know what it means to walk in the salvation of the Lord. They don't even know what it actually means to live under the rule and control of Almighty God, Jesus directing their path, showing them the way that they should go. And the Bible says that the ones that are supposed to go out there and show them the way, direct them in the path that they're supposed to go, he said the laborers are few. There's only a few of us that want to go out there and say, you know, God is so good. 
Now we'll sit in this room and we'll tell each one of us how good God is. Sit here for hours and talk about how good God is because we're in our circle. But when it means about going out there where he said the harvest is ripe, the many people that don't know who God is, we don't want to say anything. We don't want to be talked about. We don't want to be let down. We don't want to be ridiculed. But the Bible says here that when we're persecuted for righteousness sake, that's what's going to happen to us when we declare what God's word is saying. We're going to be talked about. We're going to be let down. But the Bible says that those that are persecuted for righteousness sake are blessed. So what does it mean to be salt? What does it mean to be light? Because it says that ye are the salt of the world. I mean the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Jesus is using this salt and light as a metaphor. And he's using it to describe you and me that we are the soul of the earth. We are the light of the world. Tell your neighbor, I'm salt and I'm light. I'm salt and I'm light. Yes, Lord. When we look at it from what this is describing to us of what this metaphor means of being salt and light and how we live on a day-to-day basis, it says that salt back in the day was used to purify meat. Now, we just take our meat now. They take it, throw it in the refrigerator, and leave it alone. They sit there for a week, two weeks, as long as it's going to do and but to keep the meat from spoiling back in the day, they had to wrap it and, and fill it and, and put salt all over it to keep it from spoiling. So it keeps it from decaying. And we're living in a in a world now that is decaying on a daily basis. You can, you can pick up your TV, I mean, you can turn on your TV set and you're hearing about robbings and murders and killing. We were just talking about it this morning where a father just, just walked up and shot his only son. Not just once, but multiple times. We're in a world today that is decaying on a daily basis. And you and I are the salt that dispels that decay. And that that we use to dispel our decay is in our mouth. But when we look at it from the standpoint of what salt is like, it, it, it says that salt is used to in four different ways. It purifies, it flavors, it stings, and it preserves. 
Because when we're walking around and, and our thought is being manifested, that means that there is a pureness that is coming out of us. When people see us, they see uh, a person that loves God because it, it's a pure attitude that we're walking in. Our flavor of that means that we're letting people see a new attitude that they don't normally see on a daily basis. How many times have you ever heard somebody say, you know, there's something different about you. You ain't like everybody else. You were supposed to go off on that supervisor when they talk to you like that. But you just, thank you. I will do that. Thank you so very much. And, and, and been looking for you to blow up. But because of the flavor that's in you, the flavor that's coming out of you. I mean, when you, when you think about salt and you take it and you sprinkle it on your food, you might see it when you sprinkle it on there, but once you put it on there, it's invisible. But it changes the flavor of the food. That's the way we're supposed to be. We're supposed to change the environment around us by how we live, by what we do in the presence of people. That's the salt in us. You're salt. The Bible says you are the salt of the world. That's not me saying it. That's the word of God saying that you are supposed to be making a difference by the salt that is on the inside of you. It means that you're supposed to be a sting. That means that when people see something that they're supposed to hurt, a sting that, that really just upsets you, that our lives should be that kind of way that, that we're making that kind of difference, that we're not stinging people, but we're causing the sting of what they're doing to come out. And we're supposed to be preserved. That means that we're supposed to constantly be walking in this type of a mandate. Constantly walking in this type of an attitude. Preserved at all times to be salt. Because I'm not doing this because I'm trying to win brownie points for myself. I'm doing it because I'm trying to win somebody to know just how good my God is. So, so I live this life of, of the character that I'm dealing with of uh, being salt that, that nobody sees because it is the character that is on the inside of me. Nobody sees my character. My character is something that goes on when I'm behind closed doors. Am I behind closed doors worshiping God? Or am I behind closed doors going in and everything that is not worshiping God? See, my character 
is quiet, but it is my soul, and that soul is being known through the life and the way I go about dealing with day-to-day existence. And the only way that I'm going to be able to make that kind of change in the life of other people that I've got to let my light or that salt in me make that kind of a difference. It has to be my attitude needs to be a change. See, salt is what I do. That's my attitude. Light is what I speak. See, light is something when you turn on a light in a dark room, it shows you everything that's in that room. It allows everything that's in that room to be visible. It allows everything in that room to be seen. My life, it should be something that is seen. That means that I'm saying things that glorifying God. I'm living a life that is glorifying God. And people are seeing me live this kind of life. That's my light shining in me. That I'm doing things that allowing me to glorify God through how I live. The Bible says in Luke 24 and 32, it says, didn't our hearts burn within us while he talked to us? By the way, we need to be causing people's hearts to burn by our talking about how good God is. Letting them know that God can make a way in your life. God can remove those circumstances out of the way. God is the kind of God that you don't have to go through what you're going through. All you can do is just give it to him. But they don't know that. All they just know is what am I going to do to get out of this circumstance that I'm in. We were talking about that in, in Bible study this morning. I mean, Sunday school this morning. What do we do when we're running up against circumstances? And, and what is the God-given means of how you would handle that situation? And all of us were, were giving examples of how we would do it and, and how God is moving in our midst, saying that God is faithful, God is a rewarder, God is, is a healer, God is a manifestation of great things. I mean, we just, we just threw all kind of things out on, uh, in the open as to how good God is. And these are the things that we need to be telling the people that are going through those things that we are that kind of life, that, that what we do and what we say is all to the glory of God because we are salt and we are light. See, the Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. It's by the things that we say. It's by our telling others how good God is that we overcame it. And just like he did it for me, he can do that same thing for you. 
but they won't know that if you don't tell them. They'll just sit there and try to figure out how I can get past it on my own. But some things we just can't do on our own. Amen? So we can take all this time sitting here learning the word, reading the Bible, going to Sunday school, going to Bible study, attending church every Sunday morning. That Look at what it says on in verse 15. No, 14. It says, ye are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill. That's what we're doing. We're set on a hill. We're learning the word of God. We're, we're reading the word of God. We're studying the word of God. Coming to these Bible studies and these Sunday schools and these church services that the word of God can be put on the inside of us. And it said, it can't be here. That light is on the inside of you. When Christ put that light on the inside of you, it's not something that you can go in and say, I don't want this light. The light is on the inside of you. Christ put the light inside of you. You can't make it go up. You can't make it go down. You are, you have the light of God on the inside of you that is there for the purpose of you to be able to do the work of Christ. And it says you can't hide that. You can't take a lamp back in the days and put the oil in it. Get the wick to the right side because it's being able to be used and, and light it and, and let it shine and then take a basket and put on the top of it. It's not fulfilling what it was sent to do. The Bible says that it's supposed to shine throughout the whole hillside. It's supposed, your light is supposed to shine like a city on a hill that the whole world is able to see. Your life should be something that the whole world is able to see. It is the light of God that is on the inside of you, shining at all times. And, and it says that you're going to take that and hide it. But verse 16 says, let your light shine. That's your light. Let it shine. Talk about it. Tell somebody about it. Because, see, we have the tendency to take it and put that basket over the top of it and not allow our light to shine like it's supposed to be. See, that basket could be filled. I don't want somebody to talk about me if I tell them that God is good because they might tell me you don't know who God is. So because of that fear, I take that basket and I put it on my life and I don't say anything. That basket could be, could be I'm not being accepted. They don't want to accept the fact that I am a child of God. So if they don't accept me, let me put this basket on my life. 
that basket could be, I don't want to get offended. I don't want to walk through out the workplace and be offended and say, oh, that's a Jesus freak right there. So because I don't want to be offended, I put that basket over my life. I don't want, I put that basket over the life because I don't want to make waves. I don't want to sit up and tell everybody how good God is because they, they might think that, that, you know, something must be really wrong with him. Something must be really wrong with him. Look, I already do all in on top of God, 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 God. So I take my basket and I put it over my life. But God put that light in you. God put it in you that he said that it cannot be here. Don't hide my life. Let my light so shine before men. Let it be a light that shines brightly. That when they come, you'll hear them say, Shh, quiet, here comes, here she comes. They, they stop doing what they're doing because you're coming in the door because your light is shining. See, I'm not walking in getting into the, the dirty jokes and laughing with them. I'm walking in and the dirty jokes are stopping. Because my light is shining. I'm walking in and the gossip is stopping because my light is shining. Let your light go shine before men. We've got a light on the inside of us. The Bible says it's a treasure in earthen vessels. It's not for the excellency of me, but it's to the glory of God. And that's why that treasure, that light is on the inside of me, that God can be glorified through my life. And because of it, I am light. So, what I'm saying to you is because of the light that Almighty God has set on the inside of you, it is one reason and one reason alone that your light is supposed to shine. And it says it in verse 17. It says, let your light shine. See, he, he, he's speaking directly to you. It's not a congregational thing here. He said, let your light shine. Your light. It, it, it's the light that is inside of you. Your light shine. So, before men, that they may see your good works. And the one thing of why we do it all, of letting our light shine and being a soul, is that we might glorify 
the Father that is in heaven. That's the whole reason why we come here. That's the whole reason why we lift our hands. That's the whole reason why we give God the glory that we give him. That's the whole reason why we say amen. That's the whole reason why we're here. That's the whole reason why we got saved, that we might glorify God. It's all about the glory of God. Let everything we do, the Bible says, be to the glory of God. Everything. That's why we're light. That's why we're salt, that we might be able to glorify God in all that we do. So that's what I'm saying to you today. Let your light so shine before men that you might be able to glorify God in everything you do. It says we may be that that, that light that's in a dark and dying world that needs to hear just how good God is. We are that light. We are that message. Sometimes they can't hear from the evangelists on the television set because they've got a closed mind to him. Because they're thinking all kind of things about what he's trying to gain out of it. And the only means that they're going to be able to know who God is is through your life. The only reason that they're going to be able to, to, be able to, to see how good God is is that they might be going through something and that evangelist ain't going to come down out of his multi-million dollar establishment to talk to that person, but your light can shine in the midst of their darkness. We've got a light inside of us that dispels darkness that we can't hide. Because we've got a world, like I said, you see it on the, on the news day to day, that's lost, that's dying, that's decaying on a day to day basis. And we need to get the light out. We need to get the word out. We need to get what needs to be said to this world that they might say yes to your will, oh God, and yes to your way. And it's in your mouth. It's the light that is on the inside of you. So let's start today. Let's start in this new year of 2019. Let us all do what needs to be done to glorify God by letting our light shine before men that they might glorify our Father, which is in heaven. Amen? Because, see, you are light, and you alone are the salt of the world. You're that light that everybody needs to see. But you just got to be the one that says, yes, I will. Yes. I'll speak your word, O oh God. 
Yes, I won't hide my light under a bushel. Yes, Lord. I'll be able, I will declare your name to the world. Because you love me so much that you sent your son to the cross to die for me. That's how much you love me. And I need to love you just as much to tell somebody else that that's what he did for me. That Christ died for me. And that's how much I love him. And because I love him that much, I'm going to let somebody else know that God is a good God. Yes, he is. Amen. Do you receive it? Glory to God.